It is really wonderful to be here again. To feel the unity and the passion that we share together. And when I came here for the first time last year, I fell in love with you. And when I came here the second time, I feel like I'm even more in love with you. Because, because you are such a great community of people. It is so precious to experience community with you, fellowship with you. And we are blessed even more we as a team, we're receiving so much more than we're giving. Because God is in your midst. Because God is moving. And I titled the message from today, Transformation. Because I believe God wants to change and renew this country. And actually, and actually He put so much on my heart to share that I will preach part one this morning and part two in the evening. So if you're hungry for more, come in the evening again. I believe that a new season for Cambodia has begun. Yesterday, I met a missionary who is here in the country for 21 years. Praying for 21 years that God would open doors. And I believe that what is, what is God doing here in your midst is also an answer to a guy praying for 21 years. And now a new season has begun. And you are part of it. That's wonderful. God is moving in this country. And he's looking for people with whom he can build up and transform and renew this country. So this morning I'm talking to you Cambodian locals. I'm also talking for the interns who are here for a period of time. I want to welcome every guest who are here for the very first time to hear about God. And we believe in a great and loving God. And I want you to get to know this God who reveals himself in Jesus Christ. His Son. 
who died on the cross to, to, to bring us back into relationship to God. And you can be this people to which God is restoring this country. In order to be this people, Three things are very important. The first I will talk now. Second and third, tonight. God is looking for people who have a divine vision. And he was talking about the lion that is focusing. But the question is, on what is he focusing? What does it mean to have a vision? A vision has something to do with what you see. Let me explain to you. A divine vision is a picture of a future reality. And this reality exists already in the heart of God. Because God is over time and space. So there's a reality in heaven. And God is giving us a picture of this reality. Because he wants to bring this reality down to earth. Let me give you an example. There was one guy in history. His name is William Wilberforce. He lived in England. Here you see him. He was a member of parliament. And in that time, slavery was normal. Millions of slaves from Africa were brought to England. And to South America to work there. It was a huge injustice and people were suffering. And God wanted to change that reality. So he gave William Wilberforce a picture of how it would be to end slavery. And this guy, he fought for 20, 25 years. He fought for the freedom of slaves. Giving his talent, his time, his money, his energy to end slavery. To end this injustice. And to bring heaven down to earth. And he didn't give up. And finally after 25 years. In Parliament of London. The law was passed. After being rejected for 25 years, rejected, every year rejected, 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 every year rejected. Because, because it was impossible to imagine without slaves. 
ដូចនេះបើសិនជាព្រះអង្គបានផ្ដល់ឲ្យយើងនៅនិមិត្តមកពីព្រះជាមិនជាពីព្រះអង្គបានផ្ដល់នៅការព្យាបាលមកកាន
Because it gives me the chance to correct my picture of you. If I have a wrong expectation of you. Or it gives you the chance to for feedback and development. It's like if you go to an operation, to the doctor and have an operation. It can be painful, but it is important that things are getting in order again. So great expectation can lead to great disappointment. And it's very courageous for a leader to communicate vision. Because God shows vision to a leader. And then this leader communicates this vision. And the danger lies there, and the danger is here. When their expectation is directed, pointed out to the leader. Because then also the pain of disappointment will be also directed to the leader. That is dangerous. Because God is giving this vision. The leader is communicating. But it is God who's doing things. That is why we need the healing of our eyes. And that's why the Apostle Paul in the New Testament of the Bible, he says in verse 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. In order that you might know the hope to which He has called you. It is not the leader that called you. It is Jesus that calls you. And the riches of His glorious inheritance and His holy people. And verse 19, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. It is so important to see the hope that God has called us to. To see the riches of His glory. Then we avoid this danger. Why do we have two different eyes? I believe because we, when we're talking about vision and seeing, we need two different perspectives. And if we only have one perspective, it will go wrong. We will not hit the goal. We need both eyes. Two perspectives. One perspective, I call it the micro perspective. And the other perspective, I call it the macro perspective. Like we have in nature. In nature. 
We have the microcosmos, the very little cosmos. ដែលយើងមានដែលគឺ it's you sitting here encountering God. It's you sitting here worshipping God, getting to know Jesus. That is wonderful. One person meeting God is beautiful. One heart getting healed and restored and transformed is wonderful. And we must not lose this perspective. That if one person comes in here for the very first time, encountering Jesus, getting saved and healed and restored, that's worth it all. And the macro perspective is Siem Reap or whole of Cambodia. The big picture of a nation being transformed. And we also must not lose that perspective. Because we can, we can get uh, tired and born out and frustrated if we only see one perspective. The micro perspective shows me my responsibility. If one person comes in here, it's my responsibility to greet and welcome and give love and blessing. To serve and hand out food. Or to, or to worship. That's our responsibility to serve the people. And to change a nation, we cannot do. That is not our responsibility. That's God's responsibility. He is doing it. And of course, it's working together. You cannot separate it. Because God is using me to bless one people. And God is using us to change a nation. So it's, it's, it's God anyway. But we cannot carry the burden of transforming a nation. It will burn us out. But we can give what we have. The love and the hope and the blessing that we have to one, we can give to one person. And if more and more people are doing this, a nation get restored and healed. So important to discern between what is my responsibility and what is God's responsibility. Because 
ព្រះយេស៊ូមានព្រះបន្ទូលទៅកាន់កេតហាខ្ញុំសូមប្រាប់ឲ្យអ្នករកគ្នាដឹងច្បាស់ថាព្រះបុត្រត្រាពុំធ
Everything. Everything. Okay. So why won't you rise up and let me pray for the eyes of your heart to be healed. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your divine vision that you placed in the midst of this community to transform and renew and change this nation. And also to change and renew one family or one person. And in the name of Jesus, I pray healing to the eyes of your heart. I speak over the eyes of your heart to be open in the name of Jesus. To see what the Father God is doing. And to follow in this what He is doing. Day by day, step by step. Week after week. Open up in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for healing for the pain of disappointment. Because sometimes it doesn't come the way we think it should come. Sometimes there is a gap between our expectation and our experience. I pray that you would fill this gap with your grace. That we extend grace when people disappoint us. Give grace to them. Put your trust in God. Direct your expectation to Jesus. He will never disappoint you. Although it may not come the way you think it will come. He will never let you down. So Lord, I pray for healing right now in every heart. Directing our focus to you, Jesus. I pray for healing in broken relationships. I pray for renewed trust. I pray for renewed love. I pray for renewed unity. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website. Or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook. We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life. This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. 
thank you that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. Prayer, God bless you.